Good morning, good morning. I was saying if you're already if you are already on Facebook, on Zoom, open up Podbeam. And remember to always log in to Pod, Podbeam because you can listen to past podcasts. One of our um, one of our members of Podbeam said, I just listened to the very first podcast you guys did. And then I want to say to Maddie P, I wouldn't take those off. my god okay this is where we need courage in life like remember everything we start doing we're not going to be good at it and i can just imagine trish what we we, we sounded like in our very first po podcast i mean i can't i can't still figure out these buttons can you imagine the first one what it was like anyways all that being said i i've never been as excited as i am right now covering this new segment with you so if it's the first time you're joining us, my name is Maria Mariano, and we just broke another amazing month of sales, um, of, 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 of growth, leadership growth. Like, I don't know how to explain it to you how spectacular of a month it has been, especially considering that in our own company, like our Tupperware, there's many that right now aren't growing and yet we are selling the same product, right, Melanie Miller? And the question is why? Why, Dorothy, is someone having so much growth on one hand and on the other hand, they're having so much loss? And I think today we're all going to have the answer to that. Moving forwards, there is no coincidence. I said it yesterday and I'll repeat it again today. You know, I always say coincidence is the name God gives himself to keep himself anonymous. Where we are going in April, May and June, we needed to get into this book. So our ability, Melanie Miller, to have closed off emotional intelligence and dove into start with the why, I realized preparing the podcast this morning that this is what I need for our next level of growth for the second trimester in our business. So I hope you're digging in with me. You're leaning in, dig in with me, get those pens, get those papers out and let's go. So everything begins with why. Remember when I said to you yesterday, when I got married to Muhammad, I had to ask myself the question, why am I choosing to marry a Muslim when I'm Catholic? Why am I choosing to marry somebody who's not Italian? Why? Why am I giving myself all this trouble, right, Sandy? Already being successful in a marriage is complicated. That sounded pretty Italian, complicated, right? On top of that, you add these other factors. Having the answer to the why, it's called, it's called the golden circle. Melanie Miller is going to cover that today. And unfortunately, we all use manipulative tactics with our children, with our husbands, with our wives, with our businesses, and that's short-term live. If you want to build what I call a staircase growth, right? 
a staircase growth, you need to begin with the why. So first of all, let me begin with the why you are on this podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, because this podcast intent is to create a community where we can level up together. A lot of us are stuck in families that level down. Every time you talk with them, they're talking either about people, they're either talking about Sandy, the government, what he's not doing, or either they're talking about some irrelevant crisis in somewhere in the world that they're just talking about but have no intent to help the situation, okay? So what do you do? You want more. What do you do? And this is where the podcast came together. It's raw. I mean, it's not something that, you know, you've got all this fancy music. I, I, I still can't figure out how to turn it on. But anyways, it's irrelevant. But it's, tr- it's a truthful podcast, which means I talk out of 40 years experience, 35 years, 40 years in business, 35 years being married, three children. Melanie Miller, I'm so happy you're part of the Thursday, Friday team, Melanie. You know, you have a doctorate's degree. You have a world perspective. You, you're born and raised in England. You lived the other half of your life in Australia. Now you came to Canada. And not English Canada. You challenged yourself to French Canada. And then you have the young Marie-Pierre. So if you, us old girls here don't attract you, don't worry. We have an astronaut. She's 30 years old, and she brings this brilliant, logical, mathematical perspective. This is why you're here at the podcast. But be intentional. Intentional. Melanie, did you see I caught out the ality? I'm getting it, okay? Be intentional by listening to it with a pen and paper. Take notes. At the end of the podcast, you can throw your notes away, Joan. It doesn't matter. Just because you wrote it, your retention went from 5% to 50%, okay? This is all that I ask of you. And if you like the podcast, if you enjoy the podcast, then share and invite people on the group, uh, Facebook, Inspirational, The Millionaire of the Diamond. So the book is Simon Sinek, Start With Why. It's a section of three. So I know, Dorothy, you're getting the books. Get all three. On uh, on Amazon, you get all three. She has it already, I bet. (laughs) Okay, get all three because after this one, it's going to be go on to Leaders Eat Last. And then... uh, Find your why. That's that's going to be the third one. And we're going to go relatively quickly because, you know, the segment of Marie-Pierre is 15 page long, but we're going to cut it down in 10 minutes. Like, I mean, you don't need to have 2000 examples, right? And this is the beauty of the podcast. Our experience breaks it down into 10 minutes, right? So in 2006, six, our business, my Tupperware, um, the diamonds with Mohammed's business changed trajectory. It had a 360 degree turn. When I went to a conference and here were our Australian Tupperware friends who had the highest sales in the world and they had hit the highest sales per household, $25 per household. I had a paradigm shift at that conference in 2006. And the paradigm shift was this. Wow, what a way to look at potential sales. And we came back and we took that, you know, Quebec has 3,500 households. If we were to sell $20 per household, we can sell $70 million. By the way, those joining in for the very first time today, last year was 51 million dollars. 
And this year, we're on our way for doubling and going into nine-digit sales. And this began in 2006 with this paradigm shift. And then came the book From Good to Great, which Luciano had shared with us, a president of U.S. and Canada. And that book helped us really concretize, really put into concrete our why, okay? So after a conference with the Australian vision, we we came up with our vision and a mission because when we went with the book from good to great, what we realized we didn't have a clear mission. You see, no, I love to say, I'm a Tupperware salesperson. You say this to somebody, it's not sexy. You understand? It doesn't sound like, oh, wow, really? You sell Like It's not a sexy thing to say to somebody. I mean, and you're always going to get this kind of reaction. Oh, Tupperware. Oh, do you do anything else? Yeah. If only they knew that Annie Marchand just made a $180,000 bonus in 30 days, right? You see, it's just not sexy. So we need a mission. It's very important, the mission, because then it makes sense what we're doing. So when the mission was born, when this mission was born, our leaders went from five-digit incomes to six-digit income. This this, Dorothy was the beginning of six-digit income in my industry. And I remember the first one to do it after myself was Annie Marchand, okay? This is where it was born, but without a mission, you cannot increase your wealth. So if you're taking down notes, without a mission, you cannot increase your wealth because everybody is raised that money is evil. But when you have a mission, you know that money is greatness and power and it buys confidence. Advice choices. So coming back to this book, yes, we copy the right cat. It's going to change your trajectory. So basically what Simon Sinek tells us, there are only two ways to influence human behavior. Okay. The first is by manipulative um, ways, or the second is to inspire them. Now, if you're using manipulative, manipulative ways, you know because you have a business that looks like a heartbeat, up, down. Visualize the, the machine when they put it on your heart and it's pumping. You're going to get the lines like this. Boom, 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 boom. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Occasionally you'll hit a peak, but you're going to come back down. Versus insp- inspirational methods, you have a staircase growth. Now, let Our results speak louder than the words, I'm telling you, than the words that Simon Sinek is writing in his book, right? Our results are a clear example of an an organization of a business that inspires. Yes, inspiration is always better than manipulation. When you do not have a clear sense of why, why our customers are our customers, why we are getting married to this person, why we're going to have children, we tend to rely on a disproportionate number of manipulation that get us what we need right now, but no loyalty. So how many times women 
have we manipulated our husbands? How many times husbands have you manipulated your women? How many times mothers and dads you have manipulated your children? These are not children that are going to come and see you every weekend or call you once a week. Okay. Remember the why. Manipulation doesn't breed loyalty. It can drive sales. But over time, it will cost more and more money till the point where you don't make money anymore. I know. I've done it. I'm telling you this. I've done it. We've been in years. We've made so much sale. And we were in the hole financially. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And it increases stress for both the buyer and the seller. So the stress level in a company that uses manipulation is so high. You've got anxiety going on in the employees. You have depression going on in the employees. And the worst is work accident. The accidents are often related to unnecessary stress. Loyalty is when people are willing to turn down a better product and a better price to continue doing business with you because they love your mission. Okay, so they don't care what they're paying the fridge smart. They don't care. Dorothy, they love your vegetable test. They love your fridge and they trust you. And for that, they feel safe in your hands. Loyal customers often don't even bother to research the competition. Now, what are some of the carrots and sticks that cause, you know, this heartbeat growth, which goes up and down? Okay, it's going to be Marie-Pierre that will cover it. So please take your pens and papers. And then Melanie Miller, of course, 60 some years old, is going to cover the alternative, which is the golden circle. So take it away, Marie-Pierre. Yes, thank you, Maria. So yeah, there's a lot of carrots and sticks that we can see in all businesses because, yes, most of the sales tactics tactic used by business today involve manipulation. And the main reason is, yes, they work, but they have a, you have a price to pay to use those manipulations. So some example of manipulation that you see in businesses, the number one that we see everywhere is the price. So it's a game that is quite effective, even though it happens at a cost. So just like the minutes of a drug in the short term, the game seems great, but with time, it gets difficult to eliminate the habit. So yes, you do some promotion. One day you lower the price, but when your customer gets used to paying a, low, a lower price for your product and service, when after that, the prices increase, it becomes really difficult for them uh, for them to adjust to the new price. So we all see it uh, that yes, there's some um, store that always lower their price, and yes, it works. But maybe in the one month or two, there no more business at that place. So yes, we need to uh, understand that yes, price work. You can get more sales, but at what cost? Number two, it's the promotion. So usually you will uh, sound like uh, buy two and get one free. <laughs> we really sound like this uh, TV uh, channel that always sell buy this and you get this and buy this and you get this. These manipulations are very common. And in most cases, we don't realize that we are just being manipulated. Just like the price, the promotion also works. If you are in a store and you have the same kind of product, but one gives you a gift 
for absolutely the same price. Of course, you will take the one with the gift, but we don't realize that, yes, we are manipulated with those promotions. Number three is fear. And of all, fear is the most powerful manipulation. The company will persuade you to buy their product. And if you fail to, then this and that will happen. So this could indeed be true, just like use a booster seat for your baby to keep him safe. Or maybe it could, uh, it, or could they just be uh, holding a notorious gun to your head, which is in effect just a banana. And when people will realize that it's just a banana, they won't follow you anymore. So they won't buy from you anymore. So number four is aspiration. So it's the reverse of the fear, the fear you are fearing to die <laughs> if you don't buy. Aspiration is that you, uh, uh, you want to be that person. So the entire they entire us to desirable outcomes. So for example, if you purchase this, you too can look like that. We'll see that always uh, on social media, the kind of uh, post that six steps to your success or two steps to have the perfect body for the beach. This doesn't work, but yes, it, it can attract a lot of people. So besides being effective in the consumer market, they also work perfectly well in transaction from business to business. Number five, it's novelty. And they kind of look at it like innovation. So all businesses will say, yes, we have created something new. It's a real innovation, but real innovation changes the course of the industry and uh, or even societies. So like the light bulb, the microwave, it's really something new. But adding a camera to a mobile phone it's not an innovation, it's a great feature, but it's not industry, uh, industry altering. So most companies use the novelty function for purposes of driving sales, but the impact does not last. And the last one, it's peer pressure. So buyers are said to believe that what the company is selling is much better. And when companies say that most of the population or other experts in your field prefer their product to their competition, they are just saying, trying the buyer to think they, that what they are selling is better. So they can also use celebrity endorsement for purposes of adding peer pressure to increase the sale. These manipula manipulation work not because most of the experts are right, but because we fear that we could be wrong. So that's some uh, idea of manipulation that we see in the world for now. But yes, there's a, pre a price to pay for the money that you make. So yes, manipulation indeed work. They may influence behavior for a company to succeed. However, they are trade-off in that not one will breed loyalty. The gains are short-term and this may increase stress level of both the seller and the buyer. So yes, it's something that we keep in mind. So the manipulation, yes, they can work. So if you have a business that you have a consumer that is Generally, buying just once, it's not a lot of company that you have your customer just for one time. Yes, they can use this manipulation, but if you really want to build a relationship, you want people to come buy from you uh, a few times and uh, create a loyalty, 
now you can use you don't want to use manipulation you have to create this relation so yes there's something you can do to drive those cells the same thing but not using those manipulation and that's what melanie will cover for us this morning okay good morning everybody so when a company or an individual plans something uh, or has an idea, generally it is the what that they think of. What can something do that may be different? What type of product or service? Then they plan the how, how to make it, how to use it, how to find it, whatever it was, the what. Then they ask themselves, why would people want what it is that they are working out to sell them? This is not true of uh, some very successful companies. Apple is probably the one that comes to mind immediately. They looked at things differently. They said, before we start the what, let's think of the why. Why are we even thinking of making something? Why do we want to produce something? Why do we even exist? Apple's why became very clear to them. Why are we innovating? Everything we do, we want to challenge the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. They really wanted to innovate, not just have a novelty. They want all their products to challenge what exists already, not just add an extra line, but introduce something never seen before. Their how, how will we bring our purpose to life through innovation? The way we challenge the status quo is by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use and user friendly. And then their what? We will offer what we offer will symbolize this purpose. So we're gonna be the first people to have a personal computer the first people to have an Apple Watch, the first people to uh, get the phone companies to comply with what we want rather than us complying with what the phone companies want, the first company to offer a music service. Cynic talks about something he calls the golden circle. And what I want you to do is imagine three concentric rings a small middle one, and then immediately outside that, another one, and immediately outside that, another one. And in the middle of the circle, the very center circle is the why. Then the second circle is the how, and the next circle is the what. Most companies, as I explained earlier, people want it. The successful companies go from the inside out. They say, why do we even exist? How are we going to change people's lives? And what is it that we're going to do to produce that? And, you know, in our MLM business, we have a very strong why. And I believe that the fact that everything we do focuses around the fact that we want to change people's lives. We want them to eat more healthily, to save time, 
to save money and think of the planet. That is the core to our business. And our how is we do it through using our systems, not through the promotions, not through the things that are on special. We do it through our fridge smarts. That's our what. The fridge smarts is a what. But our systems of organization, our systems of cooking, those are things that are our how. And our what is the specific products. While ever you focus on your why and then the how and then the what, that is how the business will grow. And I believe that is why our business, our MLM is continuing to grow while others have been focusing so hard on the promotion, the manipulation that they've lost their way and they maybe have lost the trust of some of their customers. And, and just to finish, I want to uh, tell you a story. There was once a contractor who built homes in a small town somewhere in Europe. He built most of the homes for people who lived in the village and was a gifted carpenter. Unfortunately, he was never able to afford a home of his own. One day, the wealthiest man in town came to the contractor and asked him to build a house. He said, I want you to build the finest house you are capable of, and I want you to spare no expense. I am going on a journey, and when I return, I hope that the house will be completed. The contractor agreed to the job and was about to begin when a thought struck him. This wealthy man already has a few houses. I do not have my own. I will use inferior material, cut a few corners and do a quick job on the house, make it look real nice and charge him the full amount. That way I can pocket the leftover money and finally afford to build my own house. So that's what he did. When the rich man returned, he went to view the house and was impressed. It looked beautiful from a distance. The wealthy man... So glad that you spared no expense. For I intend to give this home to a dear friend who deserves a house like this one. With that, he handed the keys over to the contractor and said, here is your new home, my friend. The contractor graciously received the keys to his new home, but his heart sank as he realized what he had done. What kind of effort and quality of workmanship and materials would the man have put into the home had he known that this is the place where he and his family would be living? And of course, the, the moral to this story is, had the contractor had a why, had the contractor always said, I am going to produce the best quality homes in we're using the best materials I can to give the best lives I can to the people who live in them. He would never have even had those thoughts. So focusing on your why, going from the inside out is the way that you will continue to grow in your business. So that's it from me. And I think Maria is going to give us a quick wrap up. Melanie, uh, what a story, what a story. And every day you have to ask yourself this question, am I 
behaving, working based on our why. Melanie, yeah, mute your uh, pod beans, please. Yeah, there we go. Are, am I working with my why in mind? Because when that happens, you don't cut corners ever, ever, ever. And those that were at the French rally yesterday, I told them, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Always remember, my mother would say, there's somebody else watching. So she would always say to me, give your best show ever today because God is watching you. So who are you accountable to? Like we all need to be accountable. So in closing, don't get addicted to short-term results. Never, 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 because they do not last. They may be quick fixes. And, and I'm sure, Dorothy, you've seen many quick fixes being in the corporate world yourself. They don't last. They don't last. And sooner or later, they the corporations get caught. And then you have all kinds of scandals on the news, okay? Carrots and sticks were just fine for transactions occurring, occurring on the average, but once. So maybe any business out there that you're, it's not a repeat customer base, maybe, you know, that might just work. Manipulate, manipulations are perfectly valid strategies for driving a transaction. But if you want loyalty, you must inspire people. And this is what we bring to the table. We always say to the young people, who is the elder person in your family? to inspire because inspiration is often comes from experience and it comes over an accumulation of trials and errors we've had in the past. So working together as a community, like our group, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, we inspire one another because look at how we are. You know, you've got the young Marie-Pierre and then you've got Melanie Miller and me somewhere in between, right? So you get this combination. It is the feeling of we we are in this together, shared between consumer and company, employees and employers, mentors and mentees that define great leaders. Listen, it's not magic, it's mathematics. When using the golden circle approach, now listen to me carefully. If you really are using the golden circle approach, it's mathematic. Your personal sales are growing. Your personal recruiting is growing. Your, your VIP groups are growing. Of course, I'm going to throw it in there, my, my own company, right? So there's growth somewhere. You're building more leaders. You're promoting managers. You're promoting directors. This is how you know you are working with the why. It's not magic. It's mathematical. It's equatable. I know I'm working with my why because sales are growing. Recruiting is growing. Leadership is growing. I have a great relationship with my employees. Of course I know I'm in my why. It's not magic. It's mathematics. So track everything you do. Because when you track, you're not living in la-la land. You are actually facing your truth. I am manipulating and it's not going to have a long-term effect. So I can't wait to continue next Thursday and Friday because, of course, it's going to be a follow-up and follow-through of what we just covered right here. Melanie Miller, thank you. Marie-Pierre, thank you. My English friends, thank you. Off to the French. Love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. And live your weekend with the why at heart. Mm, that's the way it's done. Bye, everyone. Dorothy, I'll see you tonight, my English friends. Oh, my God.